Hey guys, Toolman Tim here. Thanks for dropping by my weekly workshop, coming to you from the frozen tundra that is East Central Alberta, Canada. For those new arrivals to our community, the weekly workshop features a compilation of my content from the last seven days, including, but not limited to, inspiration for would-be side hustlers and full-time giggers, tool and gear reviews, and finding financial and lifestyle freedom through entrepreneurship. And also, if you prefer your content of the video variety, you can find it all at toolmantim.co. Thanks for taking the time to have a listen, and with that, let's dive into this week's edition of the Weekly Workshop. Hey guys, Toolman Tim here. Welcome back to the workshop where we build business, create community, find freedom, and share success. It's another marvelous Monday morning, which means it's time for a money-making minute. And this week is going to be another entry into my tools I wasted money on so you don't have to. <laughs> and this was a huge disappointment to me because I was really looking forward to making it work. And that is a truck bed unloader. And hang in there, I'll tell you why it really sucked after this. All right guys, real quick, if you haven't gone by before, go by toolmantim.co, that's toolmantim.co to find out everything there is to know about me. Sign up for the monthly newsletter, check out the shop where I have recommended solutions to problems you might run into, products that have saved me money or made me money in my handyman business. So if you have a question like, I gotta hang a really heavy Santa Claus picture above my lazy boy and I can't drill in the wall, what do I use? Or my kid spilt vinyl, uh, latex paint all over vinyl siding, what do I use to get it off there? I got recommended solutions there, so check that out at toolmantim.shop. All right, guys, so I hope you're enjoying the new layout, the new kind of content schedule. The, the money-making minutes are just going awesome. I'm excited about it. I hope you enjoy it. So this week, I wanted to bring you <laughs> another product that I've wasted money on so you don't have to, and this was really disappointing. So for you guys who live in the States, which is 70% of my audience, and I live north of the border in Canada, you guys obviously have, uh, not Princess, Princess Auto is the Canadian version, you guys have Harbor Freight down there. Not affiliated, but a very similar kind of store up here. Turns out they started selling uh, Army Surplus on Princess Street in Winnipeg back in the 40s, right after World War II, and they kept the name Princess Auto, and now it's a, a nationwide chain that sells junk. No, well sometimes, but they have some really nice stuff too. Anyway, so I bought this bad boy for $100 Canadian. Now, number one, it was based on some recommendations. Hold on, back up a little, Tim. The product concept was based on recommendations from the community of people who had similar products and absolutely loved them. That's why this was such a disappointment and not because anybody was telling me something wrong or different or whatever. No, no. This product ended up being slightly different from a lot of the ones you guys can pick up. So I wanted to show you, well, I can't show you because it's been all to hell now, but I wanted to tell you about it. So number one, these things go on really well. There's not, you don't have to drill them. They just use um, straps and pressure and squeezing and a little bit of hardware to tighten them up. That part was awesome. It took me about a half an hour to install. So if you're looking at getting one, don't buy this version, but... I heard really good things from a lot of people, and like I said, Harbor Freight has a bunch as well. There is a little better one at Princess Auto, and maybe I should have went with that. I don't know. This one was rated for over 2,000 pounds, and I'd heard from many people that it was good for way more than that. 
So I had like a yard of sand on there, which is probably closer to 3,000. So that could have been part of it. But this one has a huge, huge design flaw. So I know you can't, you can't really see it, but you see how this has a nice little bend in it. My guys in the States that I've talked to, they have one of these and theirs is designed out of a straight long bar. Great design. This has an incredible design flaw and it was horrible. And I thought about it when I was installing it. So to save on packaging, they ship you this crank bar in two friggin' pieces. So it's a nice, here's the cap so you can see, that's the diameter of the bar. Now, if that was a full thick bar, it's not gonna bend, it's not gonna cave, anything like that. Well, what they do is they cut it in half and they have like a little stop sign shaped plug that is welded on one end and goes in the inside of the other. So you end up losing half of the strength simply because they don't wanna ship it in a longer box. So as soon as I started cranking on it, it folded in the middle. I could see it coming. I'm like, oh shit, I gotta stop. I, I didn't even have a half a crank into it and the thing just kind of pulled in on itself and bent in half. I got some funny footage that may never see the light of day. But this thing right here, absolute piece of crap. I hated it. It bent a little bit. I'm like, all right, well, let's try it one more time. So I took it all apart, put it all back together. I thought maybe I did something wrong. Oh no, no, there, it is just an absolute piece of shit design flaw. So don't buy one of these bed unloaders that come in two pieces. So the long bar, get the full piece. If you can get one of those, from what I've heard from other people, they're great. If it says, you know, and it, of course it doesn't say on the package, but if it shows up and it's in two pieces and you fit them together with a little hexagonal piece in the middle, send it back, send it back, send it back. Now, the good thing is, of course, Princess Auto has an incredible return policy, but I wanted to film this video so you could see it before I took it back. So I'll get my money back. I'm happy about that. Will I ever buy one of these again? No. You know what I ended up doing? A week later, not even a week later, I bought a 1987 Ford F-250 dump body, and the thing will be awesome. I need the dump body forever. So sometimes it just pays to buy a better product or or there's a better solution. And for me, I needed a dump truck, dump body for dumping soil, dumping gravel, dumping garbage at the dump. I didn't need this cheap thing. It'll work great, you know, for people. Number one, buy the, the, the long piece, don't buy the two piece one, but it's gonna work great for people unloading mulch, small, small loads of sand and gravel. Lots of people had lots of good things to say about it, just not this particular product. So if you are looking for a truck bed unloader, stay away, run away from the two-piece one that comes from Princess Auto. So that's it for me, guys. Thanks for dropping by. I hope you enjoy kind of the new flavor of the money-making minute. I know I love putting them together. If you got value from this video, take a minute and share it on social media. And again, drop by toolmantim.co to find out everything there is to know about what I do and be part of this awesome community. So thanks, guys. And as always, stay happy, stay healthy, and have a great week. Hey guys, Toolman Tim here. Welcome back to the workshop where we build business, create community, find freedom, and share success. It's Tuesday, which means it's time for yet another Toolbox Tuesday review. And I have got for you one of my over 100 products that I recommend that are solutions to problems that you probably deal with on a regular basis. You guys probably hear me say all the time, what do I do when my kid spills paint on vinyl siding and I need to clean it off? Well, you can use Goof Off, and I'm going to tell you all about it. Hang in there. All right, guys, real quick before we dive in, if you haven't, go by toolmantim.co. That's toolmantim.co. 
You can find all my social media presences there, information about the content that I create, and most importantly, if you go to the shop section, not selling anything, just recommending a whole bunch of solutions to problems you probably have. I get asked all the time, what do you recommend for this situation or that situation? I got a real heavy picture I need to hang on the wall, but I can't drill anything. What do you use? So stop by there. You can use the short URL of toolmantim.shop and check all that stuff out. Links there that you can check out the products on Amazon and support our channel if you decide to. All right, guys. So this week is one of my favorites. Goof off. Now, you guys probably get asked, or, you know, residue, tar, sap, adhesive, and paint. This is the cat's behind for all of those things to remove them. So, quick story. A few years back when I was just starting to get my business going, I painted a great big garage, and it had stucco ceiling. And if you guys know anything about stucco ceiling is, when you're rolling it, the paint loves to fly and splatter. We thought we did the absolute best job we could do putting down drop cloths and everything I thought we did, but I was still learning. Now, I did not do a very good job because when we pulled up all the drop cloths, there was fine droplets in a whole bunch of different spots I didn't even realize was going to be there. So into my local hardware store, who they have saved my behind many occasion, and I asked him, I said, what do I use? I got to get rid of this paint because it's all over the cement floor. And didn't even take him two seconds to say, goof off. There's goo gone, gooby gone, all kinds of different names. But this one here, the goof off, this is just the regular, I'm sure that's just, yep, the regular household strength. There is a much stinkier version in a professional strength. It's in a, a can. It has more of a, an alcoholy smell or something. But this has absolutely worked for me. Went back out, sprayed it all, let it sit for a couple of minutes, scrubbed it up, and it came right up. So, 4.2 stars out of 900 ratings on Amazon. So people really like this product. It's It works for them. It does the trick. A lot of times everybody complains, you know, the best products they've taken off the market because, uh, well, like they said, asbestos was the absolute best fire retardant insulation we ever had, but the uh, benefits did not outweigh the negatives. So this is one of those products that's still on the market, still works really good, but don't drink it. It uh, is not a good thing. To drink <laughs> it's not the most i i it, it's slightly toxic so just don't do it and it can still have a bit of a smell to it so just you know make sure you have a well ventilated area that you're going to work on doing some reading from other people it turns out that you can use this for getting smoke out of clothing or fabrics and that sort of thing as well it'll actually you can use it as a pre-treat before you wash it scrub it in wash it and it'll come out really really good but honestly just recently, my daughter messaged me. She said, Dad, I just painted my stairs, but the vinyl siding, I was kind of slack with it and got paint all over the vinyl siding. I didn't even have to suggest, you know. Dad keeps a stock of this stuff, and then it goes to my kid's house. Had to get her to bring it back just so I could do this video for you. So, <laughs> but it worked. It got rid of the paint that she had on there. It... You get tar on the side of your vehicle, you know, when you're out in the tar on the roads, use it for that. Tree sap, my wife's got a, a really sappy tree over in her playground uh, for her daycare, and it works to get rid of that. It, it's just a really good, oh, and one other use I've used it for, I was remodeling the master bedroom and our camper, and had to pull off that nasty old uh, wallpaper border, left behind the grossest, stickiest residue there was. And this worked. It worked. It was hard, though. I have to spray it, let it sit for half an hour, scrape it, spray it some more. But it was the only thing that would even bite into that adhesive. So if you guys are looking for a product that will get rid of overspray of paint, sticky residues, 
uh, tar, sap, all of that, this has been my go-to. I've used it on many, many occasions in my handyman business, and it saved my bacon a few times to clean up messes I didn't necessarily think would clean up. So, if that's what you're looking for, it is there. You can go by toolmantim.shop, check out the link for more information, and then you can follow it off to Amazon, and if you decide to pick it up, great. But if not, this is the solution for you. And if you got value out of this video, take a minute and share it on your social platform of choice. I would absolutely appreciate that. And if you're new to the community and you want to interact, hit the subscribe button and keep coming back for more. If you have any products that you recommend, throw them in the link below, or sorry, in the description below, so that I can test them out and then recommend them to our community. So that's it for me for this week, guys. As always, stay happy, stay healthy, and have a great week. Hey guys, Toolman Tim here. Welcome back to the workshop where we build business, create community, find freedom, and share success. It's Wednesday morning, which means it's time for another Tool Time Gear review. And this week, I have got a follow-up to a month ago, I did kind of an unboxing, first reaction, just used it to mow once kind of review on this mower because I loved it so damn much, I just had to talk about it. I've had a ton of questions, the video is doing really well, and I wanted to do a follow-up now that we've had a full month of mowing with our business, with this beast, and let you know what I thought. So hang in there. Alright guys, real quick before we dive into the review, if you've never gone by, go to toolmantim.co, that's toolmantim.co to check out everything there is to know about what I do, what I offer, check out my content creation schedule, and go by the shop where I have a list of recommended Amazon products that have solved problems for me in my business, have either made me money or saved me money around the house, in the workshop, or in my business. Things like I spilled paint on siding, how do I get it off? or I need to hang a really heavy picture on a wall but I can't drill any holes, what do I do? So run by there, and real quick, if you're new and you wanna keep seeing these cool videos, hit that subscribe button and keep coming back and interact with our community. Oh, all right guys, so, first off, full disclosure, I love this thing, I've said that before, but I love it so much that I just bought a second one. As a matter of fact, the stand that this is standing on is an unopened, Brand new DeWalt 20 volt push mower with a moving blanket over top so it looks professional, just so you know. <laughs> anyway, so I want to tell you some of the follow-up that I have found using this. I've used this a full month now. My kids have used it when they're mowing with me. I've used it. And first off, I love it. So any of the little tiny complaints you're going to hear are minor, but I wanted to let you know what I thought of it. So. I've had a ton of questions on social media. I thought I would share a few of those right quick to let you know what I thought. So one thing that really kind of pissed me off before I get started were these chargers. I got asked last night online, what kind of chargers come with it? I just ordered one. They're 0.5 amp hour chargers. They are slow as all get out. But if you're into DeWalt landscaping gear, you need to have one of those four battery quick chargers, rapid chargers. They are the cat's ass. Check out my review on those. If I remember, I'll throw it in the description below. <laughs> but these chargers, I don't want to say they're useless, but you're not going to be charging your battery and keep mowing the same day. It's going to take forever. Or at least you go out in the morning, go in, have breakfast, work all day, and then they'll be charged at night. Because even with the rapid charger, I think it's close to two hours to charge those batteries because they are big beasts. But they take up a lot. They add a lot of weight to the, the mower. 
But that's neither here nor there. People just wanted to know. I was blown away they even threw in two chargers. I think I'd have been happier with maybe one rep. Now nah, that wouldn't work either. But I did see that uh, uh, Milwaukee has these nice new dual rapid chargers for their... Not Milwaukee, Tim. Makita has these nice dual battery rapid chargers they're shipping with like their worm drive saws and worm drive saws say that 10 times fast and a bunch of other equipment so maybe that'll be something to wall to come out with for this kind of stuff but honestly if you're into this it's worth having and it'll run off an inverter an 800 watt inverter in a truck if you want to do that so the next question i got asked is man if this works great with those 10 amp hour 20 volt batteries it will probably work i People are interested in, number one, will it work well with the 5 amp hour um, 20 volt batteries and will it work with the 60 volt flex volt batteries? And the answer is, it depends. Or a yes, no, and maybe. So number one, for whatever reason, I'm not sure the chemistry or the physics or anything in the design of the big 20 amp... Uh, 20, hang in there a second. Okay, so I'm not sure the chemistry, the makeup, whatever, in these 20-volt, 10-amp-hour bricks of a battery. They're awesome. I love them. I've been using them on my... I had to cut a whole bunch of stones for a walkway that I'm working on, so I used my angle grinder, and this thing lasted forever. I don't even know how many cuts I made on those little brick-style uh, stepper stones, but it, it's great. They're, they're an awesome battery to have for longevity and long life. They work great in this thing. But, so everybody asked, how about the 5 amp hour or the flex volt batteries? How do they run in them? Number one, this will run. With the, with the flex volt batteries, you get a really good run time on them. And with the 5 amp hour batteries, you get a, about half the run time of the 10 amp. But, something I found, and I don't know why that was, and I hope it's not just my mower. I'm going to test it with the next one as well. But I tested it on a few occasions. It has a really hell of a hard time getting up into that higher gear with those smaller batteries or smaller capacity batteries i don't know how you exactly describe it but one thing this guy this beast isn't too bad in wet grass but if it's going along cutting short or dry grass it just runs along at its normal speed and then if it gets thicker or denser or built up underneath it kicks into a higher gear but the problem i was finding was with those five amp hour and the flex volt batteries is it didn't want to kick up into that extra gear. So there's got to be something in the build of these batteries. I don't know if it's the extra cells or what it is, but whatever it is, it allows it to kick into that higher gear and keep going. So what I was finding was with those lesser um, capacity batteries, I was getting bogged down in the heavy grass. Now, something else about this guy, it doesn't love thick, wet grass. Now that's a bit of an issue at the beginning of the year. But honestly, this is an incredible, th this is perfect for a maintenance mower. Once you've mowed once for the year and you're just keeping it, you know, we mow every single week, this is the cat's ass for that. Now, if you show up and it's been a few days because you couldn't mow because it was wet, what I would suggest is making two passes. So go across at half height, then drop it down and go across at another half, or, you know, the second half of the height. Now, let's see if I can flip this guy up here real quick and show you. Number one, I love underneath here, although it's a little dirty right now. I did pressure wash it the other day and it cleaned up really nice. It does build up around here a bit. But the big thing that I found was with really thick and wet grass, and it has to do with, I don't think there can be a lot of um, resistance on the mower, on the motor and the mower to get started. But if, if a lot of wet grass builds up around here and gets against the blade, if the blade stops right there, what ends up happening is it doesn't have enough oomph to get started. 
So you have to make sure that it's kicking out or cleaning out. That's all. That was the big thing that I found is get, if it gets between the blade and the frame right there, there's not enough um, torque in the mower in the motor to uh, to get started. So just keep an eye on the wet grass. I told you before about this, this guy right here. Be careful. There's a pinch point. There is a little clip here that this will fit on. So keep it up in there. That'll help. But I love the folding ability. What else I love is when you have it like this, you can pick it up on two wheels like a dolly cart and move it around. Because with the batteries in it, it's a solid weight. Probably a little more than my Toro, but that's okay. Knobs have held up really good. Okay, another thing that I found out... <laughs> Check your bolts when it shows up from the factory in the box. So can you see right there? I didn't realize that I was mowing one day. I should have checked this when I bought it, but I didn't. I used it for a couple of weeks, no problem. And these little lock nuts on the inside, one of them backed off. And I looked down just as it was falling off and I thought, oh, damn it. So I dumped out the mower, blade, the mower bag, sifted through all the grass and found it, put it back together. And then at the end of the day, I tightened them up. So save yourself a lot of frustration Take two minutes and tighten up these two bolts right here. Nuts and bolts, actually, because it'll save you a lot of hassle. Um, the bag, let's see if I can grab that right quick and show you. I'm not sure how well it'll go in with the handles down. Grass everywhere. So, like everything else, you pull that up right there. And you're done. I actually like... This seems to give me a better seal than my Gas Toro. It seems to hold in better, seems to have a better spring to it, and I really like it. Like all of them, if you let it get too full, every single time you go to pull it out, you're going to have extra grass on the lawn. So either don't let it get too full, or after you dump your bag, run over it with the mower again and suck those clips back up. I've run some tests with this thing, and I'm getting about six average residential lawns with the battery life. Um, when my kids did, they got a little bit less, but I think they, they mow slower. So, of course, if your grass, everything being equal, if your grass is the same height, the faster you go, the longer, the, the more lawn you're going to get cut because if, if you're not, as long as you're not kicking into high gear, you're going to get, obviously, the faster you go, the more you're going to get to cut. But I've been getting six lawns. They were getting four to five before they'd have to switch the batteries out. But, they, yeah, it worked good for them. Another complaint that I heard, actually, I heard from fellow community member they sent it back right away because they bent the blade up now i will say that this blade is a little bit thinner than it probably should be you can order replacement blades on amazon and on uh, dewalt.com but they have a very uh, universal kind of fit so i'm going to try my hand at putting because you know i love to upgrade my stuff at putting a little heavier blade on there i think it'll be a huge upgrade and I'll fill you in next year when I do my one-year review on this thing. Hopefully it's as successful as my Weed Whipper with the heavier still head on it. But yeah, so there is a, lot, there is a few complaints about the thinness of the blade. Just don't go and hit any stumps. You should be okay. But I honestly, that would be the one thing I'd probably try to upgrade on this. Had to get my notes out for this so that I can give you the part numbers. But so the, um, the replacement blade is considered a 20-inch. It's a 21-inch mower, but it's a nominal 20-inch blade. The part number, if you're looking for it, is DWO1DT220. And the hole size is 25 millimeters. So a lot of universal blades should work with that. The blade weighs about a pound, so be careful when ordering a replacement. <laughs> the heavier one, so yeah. So what I, basically what I'm saying is their weight on their replacement blade is a pound. So if you end up getting a heavier one, just be careful. I don't want you to 
you know destroy the motor or, or the shaft or anything like that. Now another uh, some. Now another community member mentioned because there, there were, I seen there's been a lot of really good comments on the video and a lot of follow up from other people, but somebody wanted to know, uh, you know, what the benefit was, why why it was so efficient. And number one, it does come very close to the 75 minutes of runtime that you get with it. So I really like that. But it's brushless, but it's also a direct drive motor. So you're not driving a, a shaft or anything like that. It's just the motor's right on top and it spins, you know. And so that has gone a long way in creating efficiency and allowing you to get super long runtime with this. So what are my thoughts on this after a month? Well, I love it enough that I went and spent another $600 to buy another one with two more batteries. If nothing else, these, I mean, you know, even I, I haven't been able to find the bare mower available yet. Hopefully when it does, it'll be a lot cheaper. But I mean, just the batteries alone are worth two thirds the price of the mower. It, it's awesome. I love how compact and storable it is. This removable key wasn't an issue at all. I thought maybe I'd take it out and forget about it, but it's not. Getting it started and getting it going, perfect. When you pull that trigger, give it just a half a second to wind up to full speed. Um, if you're running it with the, the two 10 amp hour batteries, it runs great. If we split our mowing up into two days, I don't even need to add an extra battery set with it, but I do bring some five amp and some six amp flex volt batteries with me but we're going to try it out a little bit more i think my son wants to run the other battery one which is great so if we do we're going to go to a full 100 percent battery powered lawn care uh, service so that's really cool i like that some uh, opportunity there for some entrepreneurial style people to run a environmentally friendly lawn care service battery only no emissions I know I say it all the time, but the benefits of battery are incredible. No smell, no noise, no spilled gas, no mixed gas. Refueling takes seconds, not minutes. Uh, it's awesome. I can listen with my ear pods. I can listen to uh, audiobooks with my ear pods on and not even have to worry about, you know, having to wear them big, heavy, clunky uh, earphone style. So there's that too, which uh, I just love it. The benefits are a lot, you know. The, is it as powerful as a gas mower? Not quite. Definitely in the really thick, really wet grass, you are still going to see an improvement with the gas power because it just has that little extra oomph. But for 99% of mowing, this is great. I'm not going to get rid of all my gas uh, powered mowers, but we're going to switch to using these all the time. One final issue kind of complaint, just one thing to be aware of is when you're at a regular mowing height which i set mine at around two and a half inches i think it is the bag picks up the grass beautifully doesn't leave any on the lawns it's awesome i love that however i will say debris things like pine cones in leaves and stuff this does not do as good a job of picking it up as the gas powered toro i don't know if it just doesn't create as much suction but i haven't tested there's only one setting lower than where i normally mow at anyway so it may pick it up a little bit better but if you're into doing a lot of yard cleanup, you got two options, I think, in the very beginning of the spring. Either give it a good rake yourself or go over it with a, a bagging gas-powered mower and then you are perfect to go with this as a good maintenance mower. If I had just a postage stamp of a lawn in a suburban area or even, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day, they, I think it was a 60 by 100 lawn. I, 
this is all I would want. This is perfect. Between this and, you know, the battery-powered weed whipper, it would work. But like I said, especially if there's a lot of heavy debris, it doesn't pick it up quite as well as a gas one. So this is 90% as good as a gas, but with 200% better features and all around, I just love it. I love not having to suck in gas fumes. When I go by my son while he's mowing, the sound, the little bit of sound that's actually there, this disappears and you're almost like, is that even running? So it, it's really cool. Anyway, I wanted to do a follow-up. If you have any more questions, throw them in the comments below. I'll answer them. If there's enough interest, maybe I'll do a live stream Q&A on this thing eventually because this seems to be the product everybody loves this year. And if you're new here, hit that subscribe button and keep coming because we have lots of cool videos coming up for you. And as always, guys, stay happy, stay healthy, and have a great week. Hey guys, Toolman Tim here. Welcome back to the workshop where we build business, create community, find freedom, and share success. It's Saturday morning, which means it's time for my favorite segment of the week, the weekend workshop. And real quick, I just wanted to welcome you to my new studio shooting space. I hope you like it. Still working some of the kinks out, but this is the first video other than a few live streams that you guys might have seen that unveils the new look. So this week I have got for you the benefits of battery over gas. Hang in there. All right, guys, real quick before we dive into this week's topic, as always, if you want to know more about me, go by toolmantim.co. That's toolmantim.co. You'll find all my social platforms over there. Uh, MeWe, Float, Facebook, Instagram, and Odyssey. So check those out if you want to follow up with me socially. I would love that. And if you're looking for a recommended product or a solution to a problem that you have, something like, hey, I got paint on vinyl siding, I need to remove it, or I need to hang a heavy picture, but I can't drill a hole, what do you recommend, Tim? Well, over at toolmantim.shop, I point you in the direction of a whole bunch of different solutions. So you can go check out the products yourself on Amazon. If you like them, pick them up. And of course, we get a small commission as an associate to help support the content that I put out. So thanks, guys. You know I appreciate it. All right, so this video had its genesis. Well, you guys know I love to talk about tools. And back three, four months ago when we were getting some of the landscaping done at my wife's daycare, my sister-in-law picked up my, I believe it was the um, chainsaw at the time, and then the hedge trimmer. She literally just picked them up and started going to town with them. Nothing at all. I said, have you ever used one of those before? Nope. She go, and then her and my wife came to me afterwards and said, you know, one of the best things about using cordless battery tools is they're simple. They're, there's no learning curve. You literally pick them up, pull the trigger, and you're good to go. If you have a charged battery, you're okay. And if the battery's dead, you replace it. You don't have to learn about mixing gas. You know, well, anyway, we will get into all the benefits. But I'd never really thought about it before, how the barrier for entry is so low with cordless stuff. People who haven't used it. And I, this just happened to be my wife and my sister-in-law, which was awesome. But it could be anybody, anybody who has no experience whatsoever. And I just thought that was great. She Now my sister-in-law is talking about getting a bunch of this landscaping equipment for working out on their acreage because her husband wants to get it for her for Christmas or her birthday or whatever, because it's so dead simple. It, it just takes all the work and all the frustration out of it. So I thought, you know what? You guys know that I'm all in on the DeWalt platform. But this, all of what I'm going to talk about today is completely compatible with DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Rigid, uh, Ryobi, 
ego, all of those. There's a ton of awesome platforms out there. And there may still be people out there who were like me not that long ago that said there's no way that battery will replace gas-powered gear. And I, you know, I know it sounds crazy and I know it's hard to believe, but even 18 months ago, I was all in on my still landscaping gas-powered gear. And I just gradually started and realized, wow, these new battery systems have come so far. And I just, I love them. And so I figured, why not sit down? And I started out and I thought, you know what? I'll do a video called the top five reasons or the five reasons why a battery is better than gas. And then I started making the list and it ended up with 14 of them. So <laughs> you can't go wrong. I, I just sat down and started brainstorming. I've been keeping some notes in my phone for a while now, but it's unreal how much I love battery over gas. So let's dig in to the 14, at least the 14 reasons I could come up with why battery is as good as or better than gas-powered gear. Number one is no heat. And I don't mean that you get to work in an air-conditioned suit or anything like that, or like I used to joke when I worked at the hardware store, everybody'd say, oh, it's so hot out. And I'd be like, yeah, well, it's 70 and sunny in my office year-round. Fluorescent lights and artificial air conditioning. But that being said, if you guys push a, a lawnmower, which isn't too bad, but how about a, a chainsaw or a weed whipper? And you are just sucking in the heat from that all the time. It drives me nuts. It heats you out. It overheats you. And if you're working on a really hot day, one of the things that really, really sucks is the fact that you've got to bring in more heat. And these battery power tools generate almost no heat. I'm not saying there's none whatsoever, but it's negligible. Not enough to really bother you on a hot day. And I love that. So with no heat, you know, that extends the life of the, of the tool. But more so, it allows you to work more comfortably just a little bit longer. And I like that. Number two no fumes and that goes along with no heat but you guys ever get that you know the end of the day you've been weed whipping or mowing and you come inside and your wife might say man you stink or you, you, you smell like gas or you know it's that weird mix of fresh cut grass uh, or um, sawdust mixed in with that nasty kind of gross uh, mixed fuel smell and I, I can't it's not that I can't stand it. I've worked with it for a long time and it's okay. But the fact that I don't have to, there wasn't even an option before. You know, if I wanted to go out and weed whip for even a solid hour on an acreage, I had to use a hot, heavy, stinky, still uh, straight shaft trimmer. And now I don't. Now I can use my DeWalt 60 volt and it doesn't stink. I don't have to breathe in fumes and I don't have to sit there all day cutting wood and having all that come back up you know, I mean, it's obviously it's better for your insides. It's not going to hurt your lungs. It's not going to stuff you up. You're not going to have to smell. Just all of that. It's great. I love it. No heat, no fumes. Number three, no noise. Well, almost no noise. I will say the 60 volt weed trimmer is right on the level of whether I can wear my earbuds or I got to wear my hearing protection, but I, I, I like it. But that being said, if you're working in a, say, a uh, suburban area or, you know, a town like I do, noise is a consideration. And we, you know, we could start at 7 o'clock if we wanted to, Mel, and we could even start at 8. But I try to, at least in the summer, be nice because I know people like to sleep in the summertime. And we try to start mowing at 9. But with the battery gear, we honestly could start as early as we wanted because there's just, there's very little consideration. And I will tell you right now that the day they can come out with a backpack blower, 
that is battery powered that can handle minus 40 degrees and that's where Celsius and Fahrenheit meet and can give me good runtime and is as powerful as the still BR800 or 600 that I've got right now, I will switch because there's nothing worse than being out at six o'clock in the morning and you know backpack blowing somebody's driveway and then having a complaint from a town person. Even though we're allowed to be out there, I still hate to have to wake people up. So the no noise and you know what else is awesome? You guys know I love my work tunes, my 3M work tunes, and they keep my ears uh, protected and I can listen to quiet podcasts and audiobooks and that sort of thing while I'm out using heavy, loud equipment, which is great. But you know what's even better? Being able to wear ear pods while I'm mowing or doing all of this stuff. And you know, I just seen that Ryobi, I think it was Ryobi, anyway, came out with a 42-inch zero-turn battery-powered mower that I think gets around an hour of runtime. I'm all about that. I'll go that direction eventually. But I love my work tunes, but the one thing they do is make my ears sweat. And they're hot. And if you don't have any background noise, they can almost be uncomfortable because it's like they create a suction on your ears. So anytime I can wear just my ear pods, air pods, whatever you want to call them, I'm happy. So the fact that there's no noise with battery-powered gear, not awesome. How about number four? No spilling gas. Now, I got to tell you, no matter how careful I try to be, I would say, and maybe this is just me, I don't know, but there's rarely a day that we're out mowing that I don't overfill at least one gas, uh, gas tank on a mower or something. And it doesn't matter how hard I try, it doesn't matter what gadget I use, the automatic shutoff nozzles doesn't matter. There's always drips and drabs that end up spilling, sometimes worse than others, and I hate that. And if you get it on a customer's driveway by chance, which I try never to park in, that gas gets there and it will collect dirt and grass no matter what you try to do to scrub it off. So I just, I hate the fact that you have to carry gas and I hate that I spill it because that is a thing. And the fact that the batteries just don't require it, I absolutely love it. But, you know, and not that it's going to happen, but you can have a pretty nasty spill. You know, if you've got a couple of five gallon jugs of gas in there, you know, what would that be? 50 liters of fuel spilled all over the ground if they both happen to rupture in an accident or something. That adds a, another huge consideration to it. So the fact that I don't have to deal with spilled gas, that makes me happy. Number five, no mixed gas. Now I'm sure you guys have seen my little life hack tip, whatever you want to call it, for mixing gas where I use a, uh, a veterinarian syringe to mix out the oil and then dump it in. And that's great, but it's still, no matter how I do it, I spill a little bit of oil then you got to make sure that you have the ratio right. If it's too rich, it gums up the carburetor. If it's too lean, it shortens the life of the mower or motor, sorry. And I love, you know, I, it's something you have to have, but it stinks. So it's worse than regular gas. It's a second type of gas you have to keep on hand. There's always the chance that you might mix them up, especially if you have a new guy and he could end up frying something, wrecking the motor. But just the fact that I don't have to mix it, I don't have to carry it, it's awesome. So no mixed gas with the weed whippers, another awesome benefit. Number six, and this, mm, I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's one of the best. No issues with long-term storage. So you know what I can do with my DeWalt mower when I'm done this year after it's washed off? I can roll that sucker into my C-can and it can sit there for six months. And you know what? When I bring it out and I slap a new battery on it and I pull that handle back, it's gonna start. Now, my same in my um, mower, my gas-powered one. I'm, if I remember and I do it right, I'm going to run sea, uh, sea foam through it. Then I'm going to run it dry. Then I'm going to put it in there. 
and it's going to be subjected to the same ups and downs and temperatures and extreme colds through the winter. But when I pull that out in the spring, there's a 25% chance it's not going to want to start right away. So, you know, it drives me nuts. So you've got, you got a spark plug to deal with, you've got an air filter to deal with, you've got gas that hopefully you drained it all out, but there might still be some skunky stuff in the carburetor. You've got rubber diaphragms in the carburetor that may want to get rigid, may want to get rotten, may want to do both, may just freeze up altogether. You might get a little piece of dirt in the car. There's a thousand things that go wrong with winterizing a motor, a mower motor, try that 10 times fast. And it's just a pain in the ass when you got to set things up and get going when you're, you know, bringing it out in storage. So you got to spend a bunch of time winterizing, then you got to spend a bunch of time dewinterizing, then you got to spend a bunch of time figuring out the issues that happened through the winter, even though you did everything right and something still isn't working. So the fact that I don't have to do any seasonal maintenance or almost any, I love that too. How about the tools tend to be lighter? Now, this is great for everybody. But it's definitely great for people who don't have a lot of experience with tools, just getting new to it. Uh, my wife and her sister-in-law, they love the fact that they were lighter, easier on their arms, easier to keep them up and work longer, uh, less fatigue, less chance of injury. But the fact that almost all the tools, you know, apples to apples, oranges to oranges, are lighter, to me, is great. You might say, well, they're not as durable, and, you know, the case is still out. We'll see on that. But just the fact that they're lighter, I mean, to me... The, the heft of it, the weight of it, is worth so much because you can go just that much longer without getting fatigued. And I love that. That just no extra weight, any extra weight that you don't have to carry while you're working just allows you to work just that much longer. Number eight, and this is the one that, you know, maybe when I was 20 wasn't a big deal. <laughs> but as you get older, you notice it. And that's less vibration. The gas-powered stuff just wants to shake the hell out of your body. When you're done, especially with a chainsaw, your hands feel like, you know, they're half numb. Your circulation gets worse as you get old. Just all that stuff. But, you know, and, and if you're a young whippersnapper on here listening, the vibration will be an issue as you get older. But the fact that there's no vibration just allows me, again, to work longer, maybe work without gloves so my hands stay cooler, not be subject to fatigue so much, all of that is a bonus in my my mind. And and a lot of these you might, you know, you might have thought of five or six of them, but I bet you there's going to be five or six points in this video that you're going to be like, "Wow, I never thought of that." But yeah, when you are done, especially weed whipping or chainsawing, is that the proper term there? Anyway, your hands vibrate, they feel numb, all of that. And there's just way less vibration in a, a DC battery-powered motor than there is in the two-stroke nasty old-fashioned kind of engines. Number nine, less parts to break. Now, there's still stuff to break, but like I said, you don't have an internal combustion engine. You don't have a carburetor. Most, you know, air filters, spark plugs. All around, you know, again, comparing gas to battery, there's way less parts to break, way less parts to wear out. So that means, you know, your, your battery is contingent on two or three main systems and parts, but the fact that there's way less means less to go wrong, less parts to stock, and in most cases, almost no parts to stock. But again, to me, that is a huge benefit. Number 10, and I talked about this in the beginning, but they're much more accessible to new users. Now, to me, I brought my son home uh, to work with me this summer, and it's great, but the learning curve for him, you know, he, he hasn't done a lot of this, and that's probably on me, but no matter what, if you're hiring a new worker, and you want to leave them alone and let them whip or snip or weed trim, say a great big lot. Well, I can almost bet you 
with a gas-powered weed whipper, within a half an hour you're going to get a phone call. Something isn't working. Whether it's gummed up, whether uh, there's just there's a ton of things that can go wrong, and they're not easily troubleshot or or worked out by somebody who hasn't worked with this kind of stuff before. But the battery, if you can teach them to change out the string trimmer, you can basically set up a new kid to be self-sufficient working with this gear all day long without any extra help. With gas, there's so many things can go wrong and I know how many of those phone calls I've got. Tim, I know you just dropped me off. I know you just drove 47 miles to the next job, but you gotta come back here because I can't get this thing to start. I pulled and pulled and pulled and pulled and it will not start. And then you get there and it's because they didn't prime it or they didn't choke it or they, anyway, right? So the fact that none of that is involved is a stress reliever, but it also allows, the, like I said, the barrier of entry to be much lower. And so it means you can make money quicker. It means you can not have to babysit new workers quicker. And it means that um, maybe younger people in your family even can get out there and start working with this kind of gear. Number 11, I guess I kind of bled into those two, but number 11 is way less time training the new guy. So the barrier of entry for people who are getting new to it is low. <laughs> and again, way less time spent training a new guy. So what could have taken a day or two days to train them on all the gas gear and then dealing with a ton of troubleshooting is literally pull that trigger and go. Here's how you release the battery. Here's how you put the new battery in. And the only thing you need to know how to do is restring that trimmer. If you can do that, you're good. Time saved is money earned. Number 12, now this one might seem simple, but refueling is much quicker. And, and I, I realized this one day, we were over uh, mowing at one of my customer's favorite lawns, or one of my favorite customer's lawns, sorry. And I was mowing along with the, uh, the push mower, the, the DeWalt battery one, and at that time we only had one. So my son had to go and refuel the gas, uh, the gas mower. And he was out back, so what did he have to do? You know, he had to come all the way around through the gate, out front, put the uh, mower somewhere where if you spill a little gas, it's not a big deal pull down the gas can, undo the, ta the top, get it all set up, put the gas in, be careful, go a decent speed so you don't spill it, put the lid back on, put it all back up. You know, maybe two minutes, maybe two and a half minutes. Guess how quick it is to refuel a battery. Just like that. Just as fast as racking a, a shotgun, you know? So refueling time, and of course, that's not a ton, but over a summer, if you save two or three refuelings a day, 10 minutes a day times 100 days is 1,000 minutes is, you know, two eight-hour days or something. I don't know. Anyway, see if my math is close. At eight, eight and a half hour. Anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. You get the point. The fact is that refueling is damn near instant and there's so much less can go wrong. As long as you've got fresh batteries ready to go, you almost don't have to stop. And again, downtime costs you money. Number 13. And this might be my favorite one. No constant pull starting. Now, years ago, back when we lived out east, I was given a, a cheap old mower to get started. This might have been soon after my wife and I got married. And I wasn't even bright enough to check the spark plug. And I pulled on that and pulled on that. And I pulled trying to get that to start for hours. And you know, for like eight months later, I had a nasty case of tennis elbow. Old man falling to pieces, you know. But it was horrible. And for people who have a hard time or have, you know, muscle or joint issues, trying to pull start something can be absolutely miserable. And you get frustrated. And if you're hot, things just don't work. 
And it, this, yeah, this is definitely my favorite. No pull. I hate to pull start on things. And I know my guys that have worked for me hate to do it too because they'll pull and I'll watch them. They'll pull and pull and pull and pull and they can't get it started. They'll holler to me. I'll come over first pull it starts and they can't figure it out. I don't know. I must have the magic touch. But the fact that the gas powered eliminates pull starting. Yeah, that is definitely my favorite. And my elbow thanks me. Trust me. And number 14, you don't have to stock parts. So less money tied up in stuff that you may or may not need right now. So no spark plugs, no air filters, no mixing fuel, um, no fuel stabilizer, none of that. And again, things that you don't have to stock on your shelf is things that you don't have a chance to lose. You don't have a chance to break. They don't cost you money just sitting there. It's just, you know, free space to put other cool stuff in your shop because that's what I like. But, you know, so that's 14 right there, guys. 14 reasons why battery is better than gas. And to me, there's probably 14 more. So if you guys know some more, slap them in the comments below because I want to hear them. Maybe we'll do a, a, um, a follow-up. Now, of course, you guys have all been sitting back there and you're probably saying, Tim, there's an elephant in the room behind you. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? Well, the power. Yes, you said all these things are great, but you never mentioned the power. And even up till about two years ago, they just weren't there. Now, I'm going to be the first to admit that most of my battery gear is only about 90% as good or as powerful as the gas-powered stuff. Now, that being said, I'm okay with that. If nine jobs out of 10 that I used to have to use gas-powered gear for, I can now use my battery, I'm winning because I don't have to deal with all that bullshit that you guys heard me talk about just a few minutes ago. And if it takes me 10% longer to do a job because it's battery uh, in the runtime, the time I save not having to deal with all this other foolishness is A1 with me. And the one out of 10 jobs that I have to use gas for, I still have some gas gear on hand for now. As they get better, they will get better. But the fact that I am able to use a full battery complement of gear to do my entire I think we're probably up around 20 lawns now that we're doing. It takes us two days and I can use 100% battery and I'm happy with the results. Great. There's always going to be those outliers where somebody left their lawn and it never got mowed for the entire summer. And you need to go in and you almost need like a, a scythe or a sickle or something to cut it down yourself. You're going to need some heavy duty gas powered gear to deal with that. But I'm talking about the 90 to 95% of the time. And for almost every homeowner, this stuff is literally the cats behind. I, it, it works. Like I said, to this point, it's about 90% as powerful as the gas-powered stuff. And for me, that's all I need. And I am okay with that. All right, guys. I've rambled long enough. I hope you enjoyed this look at why I consider and why the absolute truth is, well, for the most part, that battery is better than gas. If you like this video, you get some benefit from it. Share it on your social platform of choice. Let other people know about what we talk about here. Get them in to join our community. I would love to welcome all kinds of new people. Thanks, guys, for dropping by. And as always, stay happy, stay healthy, and have a great week. Hey, guys. Toolman Tim here. Welcome back to the workshop. We're going to talk about doing what you love but doing it on your terms. Fifteen years ago, I had a job that I absolutely loved. I got to put products together, and I got to talk to people about tools all day long. And I woke up today and I realized, do you know what I do now? 
I put things together and I talk to people about tools. But you know what? It's all on my terms. I run a handyman business that I've built from scratch. I'm self-employed and financially independent at this point. I realized I loved what I did. I just didn't love doing it for someone else. And now I went out and created a YouTube channel where guess what I get to do? Talk about tools. So do what you love, but do it on your terms. Figure out a way to make it work. If you love what you do, but you don't love doing it for someone else, do it for yourself. Figure out a way to make it work and go out there and find your freedom. Take care, guys. Let's lower this down some more. Move that spray can. There we are. Hey guys, Toolman Tim here. Welcome back to the workshop where we build business, create community, find freedom, and share success. It's Sunday night, which means it's time for our latest edition of Talking Tools. And this week, as you can imagine, we're going to give some free swag away. And me, being the silly Canadian that I am, didn't realize that I had booked this on Independence Day. I moved it from July 1st because that's our Canadian Independence Day up here and realized after the fact that there may not be a whole lot of people come on here tonight. But I've committed to doing my live streams every Sunday evening. We're going to talk about tools every Sunday evening and I'm sure there'll be a bunch of you who will come on and check this out uh, as a recording down the road. So for all of my American friends, thanks for dropping by. Thanks for checking this out later on. I hope you're having a great time drinking beer, eating steak, grilling burgers, having a great old hot dog, and maybe some fireworks tonight. Hopefully some illegal fireworks without permits, you know, because that's how we roll. So. <laughs> so tonight I have my one half of my dynamic duo. This is Charlotte, one of my 11-year-old twins. She came on to be Vanna White tonight and helped me spin the big wheel to give a whole bunch of stuff away. But before we do that, I thought maybe we would chat real quick about a couple things I got on the go. Uh, first things first, you guys will see this. I love giving you guys a sneak peek of what we are up to, and that is a decibel meter. Um, so I'm getting ready, well, I just filmed an update video to my three-in-one uh, tri-fuel Furman generator. So you'll see that coming up soon. One of the biggest questions everybody keeps asking is how loud is that thing actually? So I decided to spend some money on an actual tool, test it out, and see what it is, how loud it really is. See what we can come up with, all the jazz. So if you can hear some background noise, I think my neighbors are playing washer toss or something like that. So it's, you know, maybe a little bit uh, loud. I'm sure they're going to get drunk. I guess as Canadians, we're going to celebrate Independence Day as well. So first thing for you dropped in, we're going to test out, well, not tonight live. I already recorded it. You'll see it this week, how loud that damn Furman generator is. Number two, this little guy right here. This is a Stanley scraper. Uh, I know, real sexy type thing, hey? But I, uh, I get a report every week, every night, whatever, of all the different products that people buy on Amazon that I get a uh, small commission from. And this little guy showed up on there one day. And this thing is a very inexpensive scraper. That's all it is. It takes, there's literally no clamp, no nothing in it. It's just a friction fit razor blade that fits in just like that. I use my DeWalt carbide blades and we throw it in there anyway. So I got a really good tip from Ken. He said to use this for getting bugs. Uh, now I used the scraper along with, uh, what did we use? Goo gone, a uh, goof off, sorry, to get the bugs off the windshield of the car. 
and spoiler alert, it worked really well. So for any of you guys watching this after the fact, if you've got any tips, hints, tricks, hacks, things like that, anything kind of surrounding any of the products I've talked about or anything that I haven't even talked about, send them to me and I'm going to put together a compilation video. Sometime this month we'll have the first five community submitted user tips. Hey Joseph, happy Independence Day my friend. Happy Insurrection Day, whatever it happens to be, you know, the day you guys decided you were tired of the Queen and we just sort of sat around until it was all done. <laughs> we're like, ah, oh, eventually they'll give us our freedom. They absolutely will. You know, so there is that. But yeah, so anyway, um, that's the other little tool I've been working on, so you'll see that. And one other thing. So this little Missy here, we've decided we're going to renovate her uh, bedroom and we've been collecting up a whole bunch of flat pack furniture to put together. So today was the day we decided that me and my wife were gonna to put together a whole bunch of Ikea furniture. And it didn't go as planned, let's put it that way. Number one, the bed frame that we got, and Ted, I think it was you last week that was talking about that, but or maybe a couple weeks ago, you guys know how much I love, or don't really love Ikea. Anyway, so I told the missus, I said, yeah, we'll put an eight hour day in, putting all this stuff together, get ready, get going, that sort of thing. And we were missing two boxes, from the uh, bed frame, so we don't have a bed. She's gonna sleep on the floor for now. And I had the worst accident I have ever had putting together IKEA furniture today. I was getting ready to put the top on a dresser. It slipped off and it went and broke every cross support beam in it. I've never had it happen to me before. If that had happened on a job site for a customer, I think I probably would have cried. Anyway, so we ordered some pre-assembled stuff from another company and that is what it is. So anyway, we're gonna not have a very long live stream tonight simply because I know you guys are all excited about getting out there and uh, having a beer in the name of patriotic patriotism, that sort of thing. So without further ado, I wanna thank everybody who's entered our contest. I love doing these giveaways. We had 51 entries this time, and that was just for me putting it up there on my own social platforms. I didn't, I didn't reach out to anyone else. I wanted to do a test this time to see how far our community would reach. And I had the most, or very close to the most entries. How much did I miss? Not much, Chicken Hawk. <laughs> not much at all. I showed them, here I'll recap. There's my new toy, that's a decibel meter. Gonna do a recap video on my uh, tri-fuel generator. I showed them this new, showed everybody this new um, Stanley scraper that works really well. Testing out a life hack that Ken Cornelius sent in to get rid of some bugs on the front of the windshield of the car with goof off. And I decided to try this guy too. And I told him about how I broke some uh, Ikea furniture this week. So there was that. Yeah, you can laugh at me. She can laugh. She might've heard a swear word or two or three or maybe 12, you know, not, not, not that often, but. <laughs> All right, so. And coming up sometime next week, the week after, you're gonna see a video on a lot of these products. I decided to put together my top five grilling product uh, recommendations. So a lot of these are gonna be in that anyway. But without further ado, let's get into this. We had 51 entries. You got the big wheel up there, Vanna? So I said to everyone that if we hit 50,
What is going on with this thing? Can you hear me now? We'll just use the built-in mic. This is the beauty of, there it is. So the sound won't be quite as good. I'll holler and, you know, I'll sound a little uglier than normal, but something happened. My uh, wireless just disconnected. Sorry about that. Okay, so here we go. This is the, boy, the, the beauty of being live, isn't it? So we are going to spin the big wheel and we're going to give away the very first bonus uh, Smack Brand Digital Meat Thermometer. So spin the wheel there, Vanna. Is it going to work? There we go. It's spinning. We'll hold it up. 10 seconds. You can't hear the clicking. That's okay. Let's see who wins the first one. One, two, three, and who? Who is it? It is David Clark. David Clark. So we will keep track of that. Take a screenshot of that, Sweet Pea. We'll keep track of that. So that was for the very first one of those. And now we'll move on to prize number four. Fourth, fourth place prize. So that was the bonus prize. This one is number two. We're going to give this one away for the second place prize. Well, the second fourth place prize. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so this next spin is for another one of these digital instant read meat thermometers. So, my beautiful lady, you ready? There's, there we go. I turned my sound all the way up. We decided to try the, the clicking or the snapping this time. Here we are. Let's see what we got. Who's going to win this time? Might be able to see it from right up there. And who is it? It is Mark, Mark Aiken. Hey! I got to bring in like an air horn or something, make everybody go deaf. But <laughs> So, Mark Aiken is the number two winner of this. All right, now. I removed them, don't worry. Not a problem. So this is a lot of fun. I'm sure I'll do another giveaway down the road. We always seem to love it. I think I picked up, for the record, for anybody who's interested, I think I counted 27 new subscribers to the email list. So that's, you know, I love doing this. I love giving things away. It's a lot of fun. We're heading real close to, well, we're a little ways off yet, but maybe in a month or two, we'll hit 2,000 subscribers. I think we should do a giveaway for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it looks like Chicken Hawk. Uh, oh yeah, chicken hawks in there as well. I hope he wins one. And I've, I've got some, uh, I got some freebies coming. I'm um, got some T-shirts coming soon. So once they get printed, we'll see how that goes. I'd love to give some away to you guys because, well, you know, whatever. Who doesn't I, love a free T-shirt? So I wish everyone in here would win. But absolutely, not everyone can. All right, next one, third place prize. Now this is a cool story, guys. And I know this one's kind of a weird one to fit into a grilling contest but i need to send you some stickers to yes i love stickers joseph i'll put them on my skateboard no i'm just kidding I'm <laughs> skate. <laughs> put them in your background here. yes we'll put them up in the background we'll sneak one in like an incognito millis construction uh sticker i would love that maybe i'll have to get some stickers done too sometime hey eh? yeah you could uh you could sell them or give them away yeah we'll give them away something easy we can throw into an envelope and send off to people because living up here in the cold white great north yeah, everything takes longer to get anywhere and the whole works. So, you know, I supposedly, I, I was talking to a representative from Diablo the other day and there's, they liked my video and they're sending off a bunch of freebies there. So Whoa. hopefully there'll be some stuff in there that we can do for a little bit of a giveaway. I would love that. Uh, and I've got, um, hopefully, uh, these new tie-down straps that are basically just long rubber bands. Uh, simple strap, I believe they're called, and they're supposed to be sending some of those off to me as well. So when we get some of them, we'll do a test, we'll do a draw. Um, obviously, it'll be in one of our live streams, so that'll be good. But I wanna tell you guys a quick story about a can opener, and I hope it's not too crazy, but I love Buy It For Life products, and made in North America, and of course, if it's made in North America, it's probably made in the USA. 
Pretty hard to find a good quality can opener. There's nothing that pisses me off more than a bad can opener, other than maybe a shopping cart with a, uh, a wheel that pulls to the right. I don't know how you guys feel about those, but a few years ago on Reddit, there was a buy it for life category and they recommended these Easy Does It can openers. And they are incredible. The guy who used to work for the Swing Away company when they moved all their production to China ended up buying the company in, I think it's Cincinnati, reopened the factory and started building these incredible buy it for life American made can openers. We've got two at the house. So I'm going to, well, I'm not going to give away this one. I'm going to keep this because two is one, one is none. But we're going to, all these prizes as I, uh, when you win them, I just ship them directly to you from Amazon. It's way easier than me trying to ship them from Canada. So, are you ready? Yes. So, for the third place prize, it's going to be the Easy Does It Made in America. Buy it once. And it's not even that expensive, but it is a nice can opener. It looks like, like it looks really high quality. It is. I just love the packaging. And we'll give away, you know, Made in America on July 4th. So, let's spin the wheel and see who wins the Easy Does It can opener. Sorry if I spun too early. That's all right. I ain't worried about it, are you? Okay, let's see. Who's going to win? Charlotte Cook. No, I'm just kidding. And Dave Hi. Hunt. Perfect. Grab a screenshot of that guy. Oh, uh, it's okay. You know what? We can always go back and rewatch the video. I'll send, for anybody who's watching wants to know who won, I will send these back out. I'll, I'll go back and we'll send them out this week. And usually they're there in a couple of days. So, and I know Chicken Hawk, I know you're in here. So let's hope we can get you something. Can't rig it, but you know. No, I'm just kidding. All right, so now this is the next one is the only prize. I'm just writing down the winner, that, sorry. Yeah, no worries. Uh, this is the only prize that I didn't bring out here because mine are currently in the deep freeze. So if you guys have seen, uh, this is probably the recommended product that I like that has I've had the most questions about, and that's the Govee freezer alarms. So if you guys are into, you know, keeping a lot of, uh, protein and long-term storage food in the deep freeze. These are the things to have. I wish I had one to show you, but I really didn't want to take it out of the freezer because then you got to recalibrate it and all that. But yeah. <laughs> they're just the little white freezer alarms. These things are built like a brick shit house. <laughs> Literally, I know I could drop them down the stairs and there would be nothing would go wrong with them. And Chicken Hawk, if you're still there, I know you had some trouble getting yours hooked up to the Wi-Fi. Have you had better luck with it since? Because I've, I had mine drop out once and then everything worked after that. So I just had to reconnect and that was all there was to it. So anyway, uh, like I said, they're in the freezer, but I hope whoever wins this will really enjoy it because I really like these freezer alarms. Is this the second place prize? This is the second place prize. This is the runner up prize to the grand prize. I wonder what the, the grand, grand prize. prize of the great big bundle. I'll tell you about it in a minute. It's a whole grilling bundle. So here we go. This Ooh. is for the GoV Wi Fi enabled freezer alarm. Here we are. And yes, I still need to reset it and try again. <laughs> no worries. Adam Oak, which is awesome. A1. We had a lot of new names in the, the draw this time, so that made me really happy. So that was for the uh, Govi Freezer Alarm. So everything in here, guys, anybody who's watching that's new, these are all products that I've played with, worked with, lived with for a long time to make sure that I like them. They meet the Toolman Tim. I always hate talking about myself in the third person, but you know, <laughs> they meet the, the Toolman Tim seal of approval. It's all stuff that's rugged enough that I feel good about recommending it. You know, the whole work. So I figured the grand prize is kind of a fun one. 
it's a five piece pack of grilling supplies, stuff that I really like. And to the fact is something that I, well, a couple of the items, three items I used just yesterday. You guys have seen the, uh, ooh, there we are, the barbecue lighter that I recommend. It's more like a mini butane torch, but it works great. Um, solid metal design. Charlie even can use it. And that's a tough one, isn't it? No, I'm just kidding. I don't know how to use regular lighters. That's all right. Like that. But this guy works good. Uh, we had a little flare up once again. I keep scraping the barbecue out, but I've been kind of lazy. I probably shouldn't be, but I haven't really cleaned out the grease as well as I should. So we've had to use this guy a couple of times. And this is honestly, this, this product is incredible. I love it. It, you know, what's better? A one fire extinguisher down in the basement that might've come over on the ark with Noah from 1984, maybe. And you don't know if it'll work if you pull the pin or not, or Six of these cans spread out strategically around the house in places you could use. And you guys tested this for me, didn't you? Yes. You guys, yeah. What, what did we, uh, what did we do? What did we let like, on fire? Uh, bacon grease or something. Yeah. We set bacon grease right in a frying or in, in a pot, lit it on fire in the backyard. I threw that at you, said, go uh, put the fire out and you did it. It was simple, wasn't <laughs> it's it? It's safe too. Like if you ever have a house fire, like something catches on fire, it's really safe and handy to have. Because it's much easier than using a fire extinguisher. Because I don't even know how to use a regular fire extinguisher. And maybe that's a failing on me. Maybe I should show you. But you never know, right? The old ones, they just seem to sit around for a long time. And I love having these. These work really good. If you guys follow Gander Flight, he did review on these as well. Joshua did. And uh, he seemed to like them a lot too. Now, they don't re replace a real fire extinguisher. But if this is all you have, uh, or you know, four or five of these is better than one old um expired fire extinguisher that's sitting in collecting cobwebs and you're not even sure if it's going to work for you or not so and so that's product number one in the grand prize bundle product number two is my and i can't even pronounce the name so i'm not even going to try but you'll see it it's um as close to a buy it for life kind of all metal design refillable barbecue lighter that i could find Product number three that's going to be in that bundle is, oh. yeah, Yay. that's a good one. Another Easy Does It can opener, that's going to be in there. This is our Buy It For Life American-made can opener, which you guys know. Uh, we are going to, yeah. oh yes, can't <laughs> do a best. bundle without my absolute favorite grilling uh, instant read meat thermometer. And they oh, take, yes. if you're wondering, they take 2032 batteries. So I keep a supply of them on hand because they seem to fit absolutely everything out there. Uh, you know, little scales, big scales, uh, key fobs for your vehicle, all of that. And they're uh, waterproof too, so I just throw them in the sink, give them a wash up, and you're good to go. And number five in this bundle, and this is the oddest, weirdest looking one, but this is the barbecue grill That's brush such a I've been good using. Cleaner. You like it, don't you? Yeah, it works. it works really well. It's fun to use too, isn't it? You got excited when you saw the same one at Home Sense as well. <laughs> See, I'm a geek. We go out and we shop, and I look at things. And then I'm a geek, right? It's because I talk. That's like, oh, it's fine. I don't mind being a geek. I promise. So if you guys check that out, it's got a really cool spiral design. And I know you've probably heard those stories about uh, the um, bristles breaking off on the chintzy little aluminum brushes. And I, I didn't believe it. Didn't listen to whatever. Anyway, but a buddy of mine from college a couple of years ago ended up having that. Ended up in the ICU for two weeks, and they didn't even know he was going to make it one of those little things lodged in his intestines whatever it doesn't matter he's a happy camper now healthy and everything but it got me thinking i thought i got to find myself a better grill brush so i tried one of them bamboo ones and you know it worked good except 
when you tried to use it on a really hot grill and you come back and you're like, damn it, half my bristles are gone because I was stupid and I did it on a hot grill. So I thought, what can I come up with? Anyway, started searching through Amazon, reading reviews and this kind of thing. We ended up with this guy right here. It looks strange. You're not sure if it's gonna work as well as you think it will, but it really does. It gets down in between. It does a really good job breaking up all the debris. And then this hook on the top does uh, gets down in the edges and gets the last little bit. It's long enough, it keeps your hand away from the heat so you can clean it off when it's still hot, when it cleans easy. But this has become my go-to barbecue brush. So we're gonna have a barbecue brush, a can of First Alert Fire Spray, Smack Brand Instant Read Digital Meat Thermometer, my Buy It For Life All Metal Design Barbecue Lighter, mine like I invented it, but you know, even I didn't find it on Amazon, but I was the yeah. one that eventually found it for me. And of course, our All-American Easy Does It Can Opener. So this is for all the marbles. This was, I love doing these contests. It's always so much fun to give this stuff away. And keep an eye out. I'm sure we'll do another one. I've been talking to a couple other content creators about doing a uh, collaboration giveaway. And, uh, you know, Joseph, maybe if you're interested too, I never even thought we could get you slide into this too, but something to talk about down the road, maybe chicken hawk, whatever. We, it would be a lot of fun, no matter what. So my I'm beautiful little assistant, would you like to spin the wheel? Here we go. Drum roll, please. Sound like Clark W. Griswold wanting to turn the lights on. Here we go, guys. Really this is for everything. Who is going to win? Doop, 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 doop. And... It's Ryan Collette! Oh my goodness! I know he's way too busy to uh, end up uh, watching this tonight, guys. But um, And if you guys don't know who Ryan Collette is, he's awesome. Go over and like his Collette Home Services Facebook page. But he was one. Uh, Joseph has been around since the beginning, too. But he was honestly maybe one of the first up-and-coming handymen that started following my channel back well over a year ago. Back when the only people that were watching my videos were... Charlotte, uh -huh. Alice, my wife, and my mother out east. And uh, even they would lie about watching. Oh, yeah, honey, that was a good video. And they didn't watch it, but it's okay. I'm just kidding. Anyway, Ryan Collette, if you guys have seen it, I've posted the picture a couple of times. But there was a guy who, uh, him and his wife, baked up a whole bunch of cookies in the shape of oh, business, cards. business cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so Ryan started with that. He took it to a local um, real estate place, you oh, know, a real I estate office. That's okay. And uh, ended up getting a lot of business. So he works full-time. And he also has a full-time gig, or, or as full-time as you want to call it, handyman business. And in the last year, he's kicking ass. They bought two rental properties for income. So it couldn't go to a nicer guy, unless it went to me. But that wouldn't be fair. <laughs> Could you imagine if that rolled up and come up with my name? Nah, I couldn't do that. So... <laughs> So that was fun, guys. I appreciate you guys coming in on Independence Day. Have you, anybody have a barbecue? Anybody have anything to drink or eat today? I would love to hear about it because we had a four-day weekend. We, we shut things down here. Uh, we had a day that was that close to 110 degrees Fahrenheit. Nobody realizes it gets that hot in Canada, but I was just going back through some of my old videos, and I had uh, five months ago today, it was minus 40 and four days ago today, it was plus 40 Celsius, which is 100, call it 110 degrees. So, you know, that is a 150 degree swing in five months, and it was just miserable. Everybody shut basically everything down up here from the middle of Wednesday through till Sunday, because Thursday was Canada Day, and we just decided to make a long weekend out of it. <laughs> 
And we've basically ate barbecue all weekend, swam in the pool. And oh, yeah, we just finished grilling and enjoying dinner, about to light off fireworks now. Oh, well, enjoy it, Joseph. I'm not going to keep you guys any longer. Number one, I want to apologize for putting this on Independence Day. I know I should know better than that, and I will try my darndest not to put it on any holidays next time. But you know what? The cool thing about live streaming is we're always live, but the video is always there afterwards. Thanks for sticking with me tonight, guys, with the uh, technical difficulties. Thanks to my beautiful little Charlotte for helping me out. I'll have to get her involved more often. Our three-legged cat tried to hop into the video too, but I, I didn't let him tonight. We decided to kick him out because he just sits around and moans and he, he's just you miserable. You should have heard him before the live stream. Yeah, he's awful. But anyway, guys, happy Independence Day. Thanks for dropping by. I always love it when you come in and hang out with me here in the workshop. I know everybody's time is precious and important and it humbles me that you're willing to come in and hang out with me. So thanks, guys. As always... Stay happy, stay healthy, and have a great week. Take care and good night. Night. Thanks again, guys, for dropping by the weekly workshop. A new edition drops every week, so keep an eye out. And if you're looking for a solution to such problems as I spilled paint on vinyl siding or I can't get this heavy picture to stay on the wall, stop by toolmantim.co and check out the Today's Tool section where I share products and tools that have either made me money or saved me money personally or in my long-running year-round handyman business. And if you found value in this content, please take a moment and share it on your social platform of choice. And as always, stay happy, stay healthy, and have a great week.